August 6th. As we look into the New Testament for today, we'll be reading from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, beginning at verse 6. We'll go through chapter 3 and verse 4. We'll read about wisdom. The Jews asked for demonstrations of power, and the Greeks looked for wisdom, both of which are available in Jesus Christ. All you have to do is ask God. He loves to give wisdom to those who ask with a sincere heart. A deeper wisdom of God is available for those who are mature. So allow the Spirit of God to teach you about the Son of God from the Word of God. Don't trust your own opinions. Study the Word and grow up in Him. Wisdom and power, you know, go together. They need each other. And they keep the Christian life balanced. We'll read about maturing. You know, we never outgrow the nourishing milk of the Word. But we cannot grow strong unless we also have the solid food. So you grow by eating and exercising. And it takes both. So exercise yourself in the Word. Age is no guarantee of spiritual maturity. And with that, we begin today's reading in the New Testament. August 6th, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6, through chapter 3, verse 4. Yet when I, Paul, am among mature Christians, I do speak with words of wisdom, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world, and not the kind that appeals to the rulers of this world, who are being brought to nothing. No, the wisdom we speak of is the secret wisdom of God, which was hidden in former times, though He made it for our benefit before the world began. But the rulers of this world have not understood it. If they had, they would never have crucified our glorious Lord. That is what the Scriptures mean when they say, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. But we know these things because God has revealed them to us by His Spirit, and His Spirit searches out everything and shows us even God's deep secrets. No one can know what anyone else is really thinking except that person alone, and no one can know God's thoughts except God's own Spirit. And God has actually given us His Spirit, not the world's Spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. When we tell you this, we do not use words of human wisdom. We speak words given to us by the Spirit, using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. But people who aren't Christians can't understand these truths from God's Spirit. It all sounds foolish to them because only those who have the Spirit can understand what the Spirit means. We who have the Spirit understand these things, but others can't understand us at all. How could they? For who can know what the Lord is thinking? Who can give Him counsel? But we can understand these things, for we have the mind of Christ. Dear brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to mature Christians. I had to talk as though you belonged to this world, or as though you were infants in the Christian life. I had to feed you with milk and not with solid food, because you couldn't handle anything stronger. And you still aren't ready, for you are still controlled 
by your own sinful desires. You are jealous of one another and quarrel with each other. Doesn't that prove you are controlled by your own desires? You are acting like people who don't belong to the Lord. When one of you says, I'm a follower of Paul, and another says, I prefer Apollos, aren't you acting like those who are not Christians? Today we're reading in Psalm chapter 28, verses 1 through 9. And here's what's going on there. There is some requesting happening. David's enemies were undermining his reputation and his work. Perhaps something like this has happened to you. What did he do? Well, the same thing you and I should do. He turned to the Lord with two special requests. That God would speak to him and that God would save him. You know, God speaks to us in answered prayer. If you are silent, said David, I just as might as well be dead. And if you don't deliver me, you are treating me like the enemy. Very powerful arguments on David's part. And uh, he spoke to the Lord transparently and honestly and frankly. He didn't uh, try to put on any kind of spiritual parade for the Lord. He just spoke to him as uh, one with whom he was intimate, very intimate. He, uh, the Lord, wants us to have the same kind of intimate relationship. And by the way, there was rejoicing, as we shall see as we read. God heard him and helped him. And he does the same for you and me today as we trust in him and lean not on our own understanding. You can rejoice in the Lord even when you cannot rejoice in yourselves or your circumstances. So trust God to be your strength and your song and your salvation. He is the faithful shepherd who can carry both you and and your burdens. This message is called Complete the Cross. Today I want to talk about revelation in the context of relationship. Please write this down. The greatest pain and pleasure that you will experience in your life will be in the context of relationship. Even Jesus needed a team. Because for all of us who think all we need is God and all we need is Jesus, the last time I checked, the cross had two beams. This one that's the main one. Got to get that right. But it's not a cross until it does like this. When I need to know that God loves me, I don't look at what's happening in my life. I flash back to what happened on the cross. That's where it was settled. Sometimes the greatest testimony of your loyalty is not what you will say to someone, but how you will stand with them. Sometimes we don't see those who are with us because we can only think of those who left us. And he said, I need for your validation not to be in somebody else's mouth. I need your validation to be in that cross. Sometimes people are giving you all they can give you. They can't give you anymore. And if you don't get it like this, you will never get it like that. So I don't want to look to people to do for me what only God can. I don't want to be grabbing for garments at the foot of the cross. If I got it like this, I can give it like that. I am complete in Him. I don't need you to complete me. I am complete in the cross of Jesus Christ where He bled is still flowing today and it's flowing through me. 
Hi, this is Glenn Palmer down here at Benton County. I want to give a shout out to all my brothers that are, are down here with me. Um, just want to say that God is really uh, moving in my life. Um, a lot of healing and a lot of uh, delivering and just uh, allowing God to move in my life has just been, uh, it's been t- tremendous uh, an experience and I just want to thank God for those that have invested in my life and thank God for the coordinators, pastors and the ones that have um, you know just really poured into me. Uh, I'm looking forward to being phase two in a couple weeks and uh, I'm just looking forward to finishing this process out strong, growing closer to God and seeing family restoration. Love you all that are here. Bye. Hello, this is Roy Thompson, and I'm over at Phase One, and I just wanted to tell you a little bit about what's going on in my life right now. God's really doing some amazing things um, here uh, since I decided to come here, gain some clarity on how to overcome some some really big, big mountains, some some big demons in my life. And um, I have this place to thank for it. I have the coordinators and all my brothers in arms here to thank for it. Uh, today I realize I'm blessed and I'm very thankful. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know today I'm in a good place. Psalm 28, verses 1 through 9, a Psalm of David. O oh Lord, you are my rock of safety. Please help me. Don't refuse to answer me. For if you are silent, I might as well give up and die. Listen to my prayer for mercy as I cry out to you for help as I lift my hands toward your holy sanctuary. Don't drag me away with the wicked, with those who do evil. Those who speak friendly words to their neighbors while planning evil in their hearts. Give them the punishment they so richly deserve. Measure it out in proportion to their wickedness. Pay them back for all their evil deeds. Give them a taste of what they have done to others. They care nothing for what the Lord has done, or for what His hands have made. So He will tear them down like old buildings, and they will never be rebuilt. Praise the Lord, for He has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength, my shield from every danger. I trust in Him with all my heart. He helps me, and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. The Lord protects His people and gives victory to His anointed King. Save your people. Bless Israel, your special possession. Lead them like a shepherd and carry them forever in your arms. Proverbs 20, verses 24 and 25. How can we understand the road we travel? It is the Lord who directs our steps. It is dangerous to make a rash promise to God before counting the cost.